In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Hey, it's Chloe here. I play Christy on From, and you are listening to Monday Morning Chloe, Critic. So I was stunned to find out, and I found this out on either a, a Facebook or a Reddit group, that you are actually like a nurse. Like, I mean, that is something that like hit me like, I'm like, I, I, I think I understand that correctly. Is my information, is my intel correct, Chloe? Your intel is correct. Yeah, you did the correct fact checking. I am also a nurse. Yeah. Wow. And, and somebody was saying that they, they worked with you. And it, it was I was just like really like just taken back by the idea that like people in your career um, acting now um, usually have to make a choice, right? Either you go for you're, you're either a nurse or you're either an actor. But right for right now, 2023, May, we are making both of these work. Is that correct, Chloe? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been making both since 2016 when I started nursing. Wow. Um, yeah, I've always done both. It's so funny. A lot of people get thrown off that I do both. But to me, they've always fed each other. Uh, I think nursing is some of the best acting school I've ever gotten. <laughs> to yeah. Like nursing is 95% acting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of built it in a way that I was able to do both and yeah, it, it by no means was easy to get there, but I found a flow that allowed me to do both. And yeah, here we are still doing both. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and during the pandemic and Jesus, I can't even imagine like what you went through, what you've gone through. Yeah, it was chaotic. Yeah. But also, I mean, I'm super, super grateful for everything that I've learned being a nurse because I think it definitely brought me onto from. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's something there of being in your own hellscape as a healthcare worker. Uh, you have some visceral understanding of what it's like to kind of be trapped and have a lot of people look to you um for the answer <laughs> do you feel like the day is going to come where you have to make a choice like i get it's working and i get it's awesome but like so acting is taking off like crazy right now and like do you feel like there'll be a time where it will i mean i guess i'm asking you to predict the future but do you yeah think i mean i don't think so i think yeah uh i think for as long as i'm alive i'll stay tethered to it i think it's a huge part of who i am and what makes me me and I think it, it's starting to shift in terms of how often I do it yeah <laughs> given yeah. the sheer amount of time that uh acting and whatnot is taking up right now but yeah no it's like such a huge part of who I am in my heart and also why I'm an artist and who I am as a creator so yeah it's not going anywhere anytime soon good good it'll just start to take a different shape I think as the years go on but yeah no I'm I owe a lot to that profession and I'm in a big place of gratitude for it right now so yeah I don't, I don't see myself taking off that's awesome. Do, do you find what drew you to each one, Chloe? So like what has drawn you to becoming a, a nurse into the healthcare profession? What has drawn you to acting? I, I would imagine they're, I guess both are helping people in different ways, but like what, what drew you to each profession, Chloe? Yeah, good question. Um, I originally went to school because I wanted to go into medicine. I had a science brain and yep. I enjoyed helping people and that was just kind of naturally a part of who I was and going to medicine made sense. And then I got to school and I was like, wow, I don't want to be in school for 
25 more years. So mm. I transitioned into nursing and it was the best decision I ever made. And I started doing some student films while I was in nursing school and kind of caught the bug there. But again, I never saw it as like kind of a professional career in any way. And, and then I started to take class professionally uh, as soon as I started nursing. And then I started to see how amazing it was to just be so unhinged in a room mm. and to just let all of your day out in a space that's like welcoming to chaos. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wow, I can be totally unhinged. All of these feelings that I've been keeping in all day long, like trying to just support and care for, like I could just release into the universe. And when I started acting, I was such a disaster. It was just like limbs and tears and emotions <laughs> everywhere. Like I had no craft at all, but it, I felt so alive. And I was like, I love this. And I want to figure out how to integrate this into my healthcare life for the rest of the time it yeah. is it just became like this form of therapy for me so something early on <clears throat> struck like when you were saying this was like nursing has acting to it in the sense that you have to be super positive like you can't be like i can't think of a character off the top of my head from from that's super negative but like you can't have like a debbie downer attitude when you're coming talking to a patient or a person you're working with like ooh, it doesn't look so like you have to be super positive because a patient feeds into your emotions so that's starting by acting not that you're not sincere but like is is that kind of an accurate way of looking at that chloe uh i mean i think you're realistic as a nurse in a way i mean at least for me and my colleagues we've never we're never BSing a patient but yeah there's certainly like a decorum and a way to speak and yeah like um a positive light that you usually turn to, but yeah, yeah you're pretty yeah. still grounded in, in the reality of what's going on. And yeah, there's like a certain way to talk to people when it's hard news, but yeah, you're, you are navigating your own feelings a lot of the time while battling what your brain's trying to get. So it's this kind of constant push and pull between your heart and what your heart wants to tell them and what yeah. your brain needs to tell them what your job is. And that's kind of Christy in a nutshell too, especially this season is very, her duty versus her heart and that push and that pull. And you really see it all kind of start to really come to the surface this, this season. And it's, it's pretty relentless. Uh, I'm super psyched to talk from, I have one question before we do get into that. Let me ask you, um, as far as your acting influences or movies, Chloe, what did it for you as a kid? Like, is there something you can remember? Like I ask this to every interview and I feel it's such an important question because I, I'm a nobody from nowhere, but I know who gets my like movie vibes just going. Like, who does it for you? Is there an actor, a movie that did it for you early on, Chloe? Yeah, I mean, I always loved Tim Burton films because they were just so kooky mm. and weird. And again, it was like kind of adjacent to that freedom and that unhingedness and that artistry that I think I, as a person, was always like after and craving. Um, and also like all my British actor ladies, like Olivia Coleman, Helena Bonham Carter, like they just have this like, kooky edgy but grounded in human way of like performing and existing in life that i always found yeah quite uh inspiring so yeah along along those lines for sure that's an awesome answer and those two are in the crown and ironic they can do the crown and they also can do something by tim burton and big fish is one of my all-time favorite yeah oh big fish <laughs> Yeah, that that was on my favorite movie list for most of my life. Yeah, I almost feel um, like Chloe that is underrated. Like I almost feel like people don't know how good. I mean, they do, but like I feel like it should be so much more popular because that movie takes place largely in, in a hospital. But like it's it's like it's a sob fest for me every time I see it. And that's a 
That's yeah. Tim Burton hitting another level right there. Yeah, it's one of the most special films. I think I how old? I think I was like eleven the first time I saw it, and it stuck. It's it stuck with me forever. That was definitely one of the Tim Burton films where I was like. Yeah. So, so, so last nursing non from thing I say, I just want to see how important nurses are because like, I remember when my dad, before he passed was going through some tough time, how times, how important nurses were. And we just had our second child last week. And the nurse that, that helped us through that process was like an angel. Like she was so wonderful. So listen, I'm done gushing over nurses. No more <laughs> nurse questions. Chloe, we are, we're, we're, we're moving on. I'm sorry about that, but um, yeah. Congratulations on your, yes. on your, on your new, on your new baby. Thank you. Thank exciting. you. So, I was a big fan of the, I am the big fan of the walking dead. And one of the things I used to do on the show and I never understood, I never understood it. It's similar to from, and they're, and they're both kind of worlds that are apocalyptic in some way. Mm-hmm. And they would always kill off the doctors. I'm like, what are they doing? Like there's, they're like in, in a, in a post-apocalyptic world, that's like a unicorn, right? Like your character, Christy is kind of like a unicorn, right? If something happens to her, people are in big trouble because I mean, uh, yes, you have Kaylin, um, um, Marielle, but like not really dependable for some reasons that we kind of know of right now. But I don't know. I feel like Christy is like she's the MVP in, her, in, the, in the sense that if something happens to her, you're in big trouble. Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah, she's got she she's got a lot of responsibility in that town, and she knows it. She's she's pretty dedicated to her job, and she knows how important it is, and she tries not to let anybody know it. <laughs> that yeah. she's starting to slip. So yeah, it's you know, a lot. You know what one of my favorite scenes is, is and it's really graphic, but like the way like you navigate your through that stabbing scene, like that really felt legit to me. It wasn't like, oh, let's put a, a bandage on it. Let's get through, you know, it's when the, the for those listening, the air is punctured out of them. He stabbed and, it, and, it, and it, they the um to get the air out or the blood out. I don't know. I felt like that was next level research and next level commitment to a scene, Chloe. Yeah. Thank you for acknowledging that. Uh, that a lot of work went into that scene, actually. Um, I so what happens is when you get stabbed, air, air and blood can build up in the chest cavity and cause it to compress. And I've navigated it in an emerged situation with like a team of people, like as a nurse, being told what to do. Right. Um, but I wanted to be as authentic and real as possible, so I wanted to know all, every single detail that would go into something like this. And yeah, Christy's a third year medical student, but has definitely seen this before in 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 her emerge placement in school. And knowing Christy, she's quite well read as well, so she's she's she knows the theory behind this. And I wanted to have. Yeah, to ensure that the dexterity of all that was correct, but also like lean into the fact that we're in front town and that we don't have, it's not a hospital, we got to make do. So I called up uh, a good friend of mine, Mary Kate, uh, who's an advanced care paramedic. And uh, she's done this procedure like dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Uh, so she totally walked me through it and gave me some awesome tips on like what to use, like household things to use in order to facilitate something like that. So, yeah, it was like totally grounded in how you would navigate uh, a situation like that. And I think coupled with the fact that uh, I am a healthcare worker who's moderately trained with like with consulting a, a friend who's experienced and navigated these things before too. Um, yeah. It turned into a pretty grounded, realistic dramatization of, of how you would uh, decompress uh, something like that. Wow. And, 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 and again, like they could have easily, like sometimes you watch a show and there's like a gunshot wound and people play it off. Like it's somebody like a scraped knee, but like it, it, it leads to the, 
uh, the how authentic this show is, right? Like, there's no details that are left unturned. I just, I just love the attention they paid to it. It's like it, it just adds to the to the show. I, I loved it. Um, I have to tell you, if if Marielle doesn't show up, I, well, you know what? Even Marielle's there now. I, I feel like Chloe is drifting to Kenny. Am I misreading that whole situation? Ah, uh, I mean, you're gonna interpret it how you do based on your own experiences growing up and your own relationships. I think that's kind of. The interesting thing about this show is it's not super in your face in terms of what it's trying to tell and what it's trying to steer you towards. I think it's there's nuance and based on, yeah, who you are and your own experiences, you're going to pick up on things that 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 feel for you, that land for you and make your own kind of assumptions. But Christy's really, really busy this season and she hasn't had a chance to sit with herself for even a second to like reflect on any of that. She's pretty focused on like caring caring for Marielle and caring for the rest of the town and just trying to keep her head above water and make sure that everyone's somewhat relatively safe. Yeah. He has not checked in with herself at all yet. There's a, there's an episode that the people haven't seen it that I've, I've seen and I, I've been I put it in a Reddit and I put it in, I, I didn't tell any details, but like, I think it's the best episode of a show I've ever seen where Boyd just risks it all. And I'm, I'm like, I think people are in for a treat. I think it's coming either this week. It's it's six episode six. So um, I am super psyched for it when everyone's kind of in the hospital and yeah. and yeah, and Boyd goes out the door and kind of risks it all. I'm I think people are going to be in for a treat with that episode with that episode, Chloe. Yeah, it's a special one. There's a lot that goes on. A lot, yeah. Pretty high octane, and there's a lot of like relationship complexity trauma that is also happening amongst like the plot driven trauma. So yeah, I'm super excited for audience to see it. Do you think Kenny has the worst luck in the world? Like of all the people that could have like come back to like he really like loves Christy. Like he loves her. You could tell like this 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 I want to call him a child but he's not. This young man has like he's into this hellish world and he finds this little bit of redemption with this this one girl that he likes so much. And of course, of all the billions of people in the world, her her fiance shows up. Like of course that would happen. Like that's that's been kind of Kenny's luck during this whole show, right? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody in Fromtown has the worst luck of the entire <laughs> He's not alone in that. And I think, I mean, as relieved as Christy is to see Marielle, Marielle is in a nightmare of her own. I don't know what episode you've seen up until or what you know, but. Yeah, it's um, right, right around seven, right around seven. Yeah, so there's just a lot. There's a lot going on there. It's super complex i think everyone's shit out of luck but yeah he's <laughs> definitely in terms of like on camera bad luck like he's definitely gotten the brunt of it but yeah i mean christy loves him too like and love takes so many different shapes and forms and i think when you're stuck in a hellscape like that you find your person that you can count on that you can rely on that kind of gets it in some capacity and um i mean they keep everyone keeps talking about this love triangle between the three, the Marielle, Christy, and Kenny, but I don't see it as as a love triangle or like I think it's the wrong shape. It's th- three people trying to figure out what they mean to one another yeah. in this hellscape, and yeah. they're all mirrors for each other in a way of, of how much, how much, how have we changed? What's remained? What's what's transformed? How have we transformed? You know what I mean? And amongst this this hellhole that we're in, so it's a lot more, I think complex than who's picking who i don't right. think i don't think that's what it's about at all and and no one asked to be in the situation which no. adds to your point yeah yeah everyone's yeah. just trying to survive and yeah. take care of each other in the best way that they know how and that's kind of what this show the heart of the show is about too 
Uh, two points that are not spoilers. They're on episode six or seven. I can't remember, but like uh, Kenny flat out says that he loves you. Like he flat out says he loves mm-hmm. Christy, and that was like, like I felt like, oh, I felt like after the 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 knife wound had punctured my lung, I was like, oh, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. He said it, and I, I feel like Marielle is now an official danger to everybody. I feel like, and this is not a shot at addicts, but I feel like she's in a place where she needs help. Like, and again, the worst place you could probably be if you do need that type of help because. There's a, I don't know if this is a spoiler. If it is, I'll, I'll, I'll flag it. But, you know, I, I think it's a cancer patient, the older woman. I can't remember her name. Sorry, my fault for that. Tilly? But like, yeah, till, she mm-hmm. has a, a morphine, I believe. And, mm-hmm. you know, basically, like, like she trusts you with it. And then there's another violation of trust. Like, and again, I'm not giving Marielle, you know, get out of jail free card here. But Marielle gravitates to that. The other person needs it. Now we have another danger. And from that, we it's the last place. And the last thing we need is another um uh mystery of, of where things are going so talk about whatever you can say about about mary ellen if she's a threat because of her addiction yeah i mean i think christy christy i think the number one thing on christy's mind in that moment isn't about her being a threat it's more about watching this person that you love live through a literal physical and psychological nightmare and mm. feeling helpless in a way withdrawal is the most challenging thing one can navigate, not to mention doing it in this hellscape. So Christy's just trying her best to support, to love, to, to protect as well. And I think uh, the scene you're referring to with where Kenny admits that he loves her, it's just like Christy can't, handle that conversation right then and there she's got a job to do there's a dead there's a there's a kid there's a monster cadaver lying down there that needs her attention there's mariel withdrawing in the other room like christy's being pulled in 300 directions and it's just like really you're gonna drop that right now you've Mm-hmm. the timing of this couldn't be worse and i think christy's i mean i haven't seen the episode yet but i remember feeling like so many feelings for that. Like, I love you too. And, and I hate you. And why are you doing this right now? Like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, do you understand what I'm going through right now? And of course he feels the same way. The chess piece got pulled out. He's going back in time to those terrible feelings with, with his, with, with the night that his father got murdered. Like it's all, we're, we're both. Yeah. 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 She said, she, she's hit with the Sarah thing and a little bit of a spoiler about the other thing, the cadaver will get, I'll leave that there. Uh, but but that's gonna that's gonna drive people nuts in a good way. Um, but but all these things and Christy doesn't have one moment to herself. Like it's always no. about other people. But I yeah. think that's a big point. I think that's a big point because in the real world, you're not when you're not processing. Like when you're really that busy and you're that dedicated to other things, other people, you don't have that moment for yourself. That's a real problem. I mean, for for Christy's oh. sanity in itself, I think. Yeah, and I it's she's. I can't wait to see what happens next season to her because it's this season was relentless for her and it's it's impossible to to be responsible for that much and to navigate that much without eventually sitting with yourself and seeing what the ramifications of that are but she knows she knows her role in the town and she's like i'll think about it feel about it later right now like i have a job to do people are counting on me and if i'm not present Mm. then bad things happen and that's kind of her entire ethos of existing but yeah what happens when you reach the point where you just can't take it anymore and how does that sit and how does that manifest and how does that affect other people and uh a little bit of that gets explored towards the end of the season but yeah Yeah. she's aware of her role and also 
a sinking ship. Yeah. Chloe, are you as an actor, are you privy to what is about to come around the corner? Or do you just find out kind of, not to say the day of, but like just for what you need to do? Like, do you know the big picture of where this is going? You know, again, I'm not asking for spoilers, but do you know how this story unravels or do you just find out pieces at a time? Oh yeah, we just find like they we know as much as our characters know. Like our writers, oh, okay. the, the writers are pretty locked locked up about it. So yeah, we just kind of have to go with our instincts and guts and where we are in the moment and the present and our surroundings. And that's kind of how our characters make our decisions. A uh, few more questions for you. Thank you for all this time. You've been so kind. Thank you for that. Um, I have to say, wonderful, almost all Canadian cast. Um, mm. But just in, in your universe here, with who we've been talking about, Ricky and Kaylin have been really special. Um as actors in this show. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously clearly as you have been, I just, the way everybody's working here, Chloe, I can't get over that. And I can't get over how this show is legitimately exploding. Like it's like, it went from the show that I loved when it was just starting out. It's a different beast now. I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People are taking note. It's exciting. It's exciting to see, uh, it start to have a home and to see kind of this community of people come together and figure out the theories and why people are, why people are there and, it's fun to read all of that stuff too and see people. Yeah. Yeah. And and people, tri- people have theories. You're trying to figure things out. And, and, it, and it's just, and I say this to all the guests that are, that are cast members. I just, I can't understand how somebody can make it through this. Right. Cause you're, you're on, the, you're in this mysterious place that you can't get out of. You, you're, you're living with creatures that come out at night. Uh, your character specifically can't get out of her own little world. Never mind the world she's in. Like, yeah, there's like layers and depths to this. It's like, you just feel for so many of these characters. I feel, I, I think Christy goes through, arguably, her and Kenny, Kenny's been through a lot emotionally as well, but Christy's, I would say, a, a tad above that because she's the go-to for, for for most people. I don't know. I just, as characters, it's like you you sympathize and you you, you hope they just find some clarity, right, Chloe? Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> I know I'm watching it. I'm like, man, I'm so tired for Christy. Like, she, someone get tired watching her i'm like oh my god this is unsustainable (laughs) so last question is this it's it's shot in nova scotia do i have that right Mm -hmm. so so is that a town they built or was it there is it it, like just tell me about the place and and where it's shot yeah so they built so they leased out this land about 40 minutes outside of halifax which is in nova scotia in canada Mm -hmm. and uh they built the town from the ground up pretty much i think that the post office was always there and i want to say one other building but definitely the post office everything else was built from scratch basically is that big house built from scratch forget yeah yeah we have an incredible production designer matt likely who who is a wizard of a person and yeah created that that was his brains externalized it's pretty wild and then we have a studio that we shoot um a lot of the interiors in like the colony house interior is all shot in uh, in a studio um the what else is it? some of the interiors of all the homes are in a studio as well but all the exteriors yeah they built it it's crazy yeah the road, like the roads that they, they built the roads they built everything it's it's amazing how much goes into something like this it's I'm learning so much. <laughs> it is such a special show, and I love Christy. And you, you are seriously kicking ass on screen, Chloe. You're doing an amazing job. Uh, thanks, Derek. Appreciate uh, that. Chloe, what is around the corner for you? Projects, if you want to throw some social media stuff out there, Chloe, whatever whatever you'd like, the floor is yours. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I have a, a short film that I co-directed uh, that's floating oh, around right now, yeah, called Title. So that's 
available. Um, I have an event coming up for those who are Canadian watchers living in Toronto, um, throwing an event um, for healthcare workers who are also artists, uh, May 25th. Um, so that'll be a special night. And yeah, just kind of gearing up in the hopes for a season three. Yeah, and I have to say, there are sometimes in The Walking Dead, I keep talking about The Walking Dead, but there's times where some of the cast members would direct an episode. And mm. If that opportunity were to present itself, would, you, would that be something you'd be open oh, to? take? totally. I got a lot of learning to do in terms of how to direct literally anything, but I'm very much someone who learns by doing, and I have a couple projects on the go right now that I want to direct that are mine. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep trial and erroring and messing up and learning, and then, yeah, hopefully it would be incredible to direct an episode from. Holy yeah, moment. that'd be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and thank you for what you're doing on both fronts, uh, your, your career in, in, in nursing and your career on screen. You're, 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 you're helping and reaching a lot of people, and I am very grateful for that, Chloe, and thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you, Derek. Thank you for having me. Have a great Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available www.mmcpodcast.com.